What is up, Steel Studians? Happy Friday, everybody. Episode number 231 of the study session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, kicking off the weekend with all of you out there in Steelers Nation. Wishing you a fantastic weekend, and I'm so grateful that you're joining me here today. Got a lot of Steelers news to cover and some thoughts I'm having about the offense, Matt Canada, Mike Tomlin in the future. Defensive coordinator information. We'll get into that in a bit, but just want to thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the study, for listening, reading, and sharing. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. I would love to connect with you. We could do that one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles. Hit me up via email, thestillstudy at gmail.com, or give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday Mailbag, where your content drives the show. Would love you for you to be a part of that, so let's make that happen. And also, please be reminded about the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. This off-season, we are recording every other week. We'll be back at you next week on Tuesday, and we publish between 6 and 6.30 a.m., so check that out. Jim is super insightful, having covered the team since 1995. You don't want to miss it. So, studying's Friday. Here we go. Terrell, Terrell. I've got to, I've got to practice this. Keith was just easy. Keith Butler. It's Terrell, T-E-R-Y-L. Terrell Austin officially announced as defensive coordinator of your Pittsburgh Steelers. I talked about that on the show on Thursday, wondered what the delay was. Now that is official. And we will see what Austin brings in this capacity. Now there was a lot of discussion and talk that Mike Tomlin was calling the defensive signals while Keith Butler was the defensive coordinator. That's something that Butler confirmed Whenever he retired, he confirmed that on a radio show of all places. Jerry Dulac tweeted that out. And I don't think we should expect much to change with Austin at the helm as the new DC. Tomlin is a defensive-minded coach. He has that authority as the head coach to make the defensive calls. And so more than likely that will continue. However, every coach has their own spin, their own priorities, their own focus areas, and Austin will be no different. Every working relationship is unique and different. So I'm sure we can expect some adjustments, tweaks to the defense, And one stat that jumps out is since Austin has joined the Steelers forever, they were abysmal at producing interceptions, but he has helped this defense generate turnovers, especially through the air. So 
we'll have to see if that becomes even an even greater emphasis with Austin as defensive coordinator. And then this was just a thought I had the other day, and I was like, you know what, I, I need to bring this up. So wide receivers coach Ike Hilliard is not returning. Frisman Jackson is the new receivers coach, was at Carolina. Chris Morgan departed for Chicago. There's still no offensive line coach yet. And and Jerry Dulac's chat this week on the Post-Gazette, he made the comment, something along the lines of, has anybody recognized that three offensive coaches have departed. I'm trying to figure out who the third is, and maybe it's super obvious and I'm just not catching it. Maybe that he's talking about Clem. But I started thinking about this offense. So it wasn't great in year one under Matt Canada. A lot of people were pointing to the poor offensive line play which is somewhat being attributed to Adrian Clem. A lot of it's being contributed to the personnel that was available to play offensive line. Some of it was contributed to the average performance of Ben Roethlisberger in the twilight of his career. And a lot of people thought that heading into this offseason that Canada would not be retained. But to a lot of people's surprise, he has been retained. And it almost feels like Tomlin is doubling down on Canada. He is showing that belief. He's putting his chips on the table that he believes this guy can make it happen. So as I'm thinking about this, it's a pretty risky proposition. And here's why. Let's say just out of speculation that Clem didn't work well with Canada and neither did Morgan. Let's say that Hilliard didn't. We we don't know if Hilliard was offered a contract and he just decided not to return. We don't know if he was told he was not going to be brought back. We don't know that. So we, we don't know the inner workings of those personnel decisions. So potentially, and, and this has been reported in previous places of employment for Canada that he could be a bit prickly and difficult to work with. Maybe that was a factor this year. Again, we don't know. I'm just speculating. But let's say that the speculation that the offense's ineptitude wasn't a result of the offensive line play. It wasn't the result of an aging quarterback. It wasn't the result of implementation of a completely new offense. Let's say that it's just not going to work. That Canada just does not translate to the pro game. And for a second, just stop and think that 
what happens if 2022 is just as bad, if not worse, than 2021 offensively? Well, we know for sure Canada would be fired. But what would that mean in terms of Mike Tomlin's security? And this is why I started thinking about it. Tomlin saw in 2021 how bad this offense was. There were some sparkling moments, but very few. But he made the proclamation to keep Canada and he stayed there. Again, there was a lot of belief that he wouldn't be returning. So he put his endorsement on this coach. Canada has to produce this year because if not, it's not just a reflection on Canada. It's a reflection on Tomlin and his ability to, to evaluate his coaching staff and his ability to forecast what they're able to produce. So right now, what this is telling you with Canada returning is that Mike Tomlin believes in him, that he, he's going to be able to put an offense out there that can generate yardage and points. So he's got to produce. And it's not going to be any easier this year, at least not with the current personnel, at least not with the offensive line currently as it's made up, at least not with Mason Rudolph or Dwayne Haskins as your quarterback. So this is a critical, critical season, again, not just for Matt Canada, but for Mike Tomlin, because if it doesn't produce, Mike Tomlin's seat is going to get warmer. I'm not saying he's going to be fired by any stretch of the imagination, but things are going to start stacking in terms of questionable decisions that Tomlin has made. So that's what I was thinking about. The other piece here, and I said this before, with a player like Malik Willis, who can make plays with his legs, maybe there really is some substance to the fact that the Steelers like Willis and they're going to try to get him, bring him in, and maybe he's going to run a an offense that is, again, Lamar Jackson-like from Baltimore. Maybe that's the plan here. Something that limits his throwing, and he primarily is a running threat, and it's just a running-dominant team. I don't know, just a thought that I had here. Surprised by Tomlin's belief in Canada. He's giving him a shot. He's riding with this guy. Canada's got to produce. He's got to produce. Here's the other part, too. If this offense fails this year, it's going to set this organization back. Let's say that they do draft a quarterback in the first round. Let's say that it is Malik Willis. 
Let's say that he's brought in because specifically of the Canada offense. And then let's say Canada does get fired. That pick's gonna set you back because if you selected him specifically for that offense, but then that coordinator is gone, that's pretty precarious. Anyway, just my thoughts here today on this Friday. And studying, 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 studying. That is it, that is the end, that it is a conclusion of episode number 231 of the study session. I am super grateful and appreciative that you joined me here today. Love you guys so much. Drop me a line, you know how to do it. One of three ways, comment, email, tweet. Check out the podcast with Wexel over on his site. It's linked in the show notes. Check out the Still Study podcast this weekend where I get into detail about my mock draft. Check out the Steelers Saturday bag. And remember, not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. But you, my black and gold brethren, most certainly are. Peace, everyone. Have a great Friday.